Welcome to Stepping Up with Toy. I'm your host, Toy Step. This is a space to have conversations about all things faith, family, and fitness. Let's create a whole and healthy life together, spiritually, relationally, and physically. Well, hello there. I am so glad that you tuned in for this episode of Stepping Up with Toy. Today's episode's theme is Spring Clean. I am sitting in the month of March, and I don't know where you are listening to this episode, but for me, March kind of has this common theme of spring clean. I look at my own home. John and I were just out this weekend sprucing up some of the furniture outside. We are in sunny South Florida, so our furniture gets hit with the elements, and some of these chairs need to take it to the curb, right? They are like cracked. If someone sits in them, they could break. And so it was just time. It was time to like spruce things up. We're decluttering. I look at that outside. I look at that in our homes, our closets. I think of my kiddos. We've got toys that need to go, clothes that no longer fit, and something I like to remind them if we're receiving a blessing, Maybe we've had a birthday, there's been a holiday, you're receiving blessings, we need to then be a blessing and uh, pass things on to make room for the new. I also have such a passion for health and I'm taking a group right now through kind of a gut check and we're just helping our bodies inside out, out get healthy and create some of those healthy habits. And today on this episode, I want to talk specifically about our minds, our thoughts. I think of this great quote that I found years ago. Um, It says, your mind is like a hotel. You can't always control who comes into your lobby, but you can control who books a room. What a profound reminder. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to just talk about a great resource that I found to help all of us really stop the toxic thoughts, do some exchanges, replace, or like those chairs, we need to kick it to the curb, right? I think back before I even get into some of my tips for your toolbox, I think back years ago, and I was on a Zoom with 40 other pastor's wives. When it came time for prayer request, oh boy, I was not going to miss an opportunity to have this many really incredible prayer warriors pray for something that I had on my heart. And I know, I know a lot of these women well. So I knew if I had a prayer request, they would hit their knees for me. And so I spoke up about a family member. I just needed some prayer. And afterwards, I remember feeling honestly a bit overwhelmed with angst. And like, maybe I shouldn't have shared that. I immediately went to my husband about it and said, do you think that I overshared? And I shared with him exactly what I, you know, asked for prayer for. And he said, absolutely not. And I immediately cast it out. Like it did overwhelm me in that moment. And then I was like, okay, stop. This thought is not from God. Cast that out. And it was amazing because I had a few women reach out to me with encouragement, tools that were very useful for them, and maybe something they walked through with one of their family members. And one of my good friends recommended a podcast featuring, and this was so fun, featuring this young girl. And so after listening to the podcast, I really enjoyed the speaker, but I was really pumped about the host, and that was Jenny Allen. That was the day 
that I met Jenny Allen for the first time via podcast. And the funniest thing about all of this was that the friend, so I reached out to this friend. I was like, oh my gosh, the speaker was great. And I definitely got some tools for my toolbox and for this family member from the speaker. But I told her, man, I really love this host, Jenny Allen. And she said, well, Toy, you're the one that introduced me to Jenny Allen. In fact, that's why I bought her book, Get Out of Your Head, because you said it was a really good book. And I said, no, I've never read that book. In fact, I this is the first time I have heard of her. And we had this like back and forth, what? Wait a second. And I thought, how cool that she got the book because she thought I thought the book was good. And here I was having a prayer request and it made her refer me to this episode and yada, 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 yada. It's one of those crazy stories of she thought, I thought, but God knew exactly what I needed in that moment. And Jenny Allen has been such a great resource for me. So fast forward, I bought Jenny Allen's book, Get Out of Your Head. I read the book and immediately felt the Spirit encourage me to lead the Bible study. So that's one of my tools for today that you can add to your toolbox, Jenny Allen's book, Get Out of Your Head. I've read several of her books since, and I recommend all of her books. That's what I want to talk about today is exchanging our negative thoughts for God's truth. You know, another quote that I love says, we'll never talk to anyone more than we talk to ourselves. Think about that for a second. Wherever you are right now, if you're driving, if you're zipping around the house, if you're working out, pause for a second. What are some of these thoughts that you have on repeat about you that really aren't serving you? And the follow-up question is, is that thought from God? There are times when I have had to apologize to my father for talking to his child the way that I've talked to myself, because another thought that was given to me was if you wrote down all the things you say about yourself, hand it to someone else and have them read it to you, oftentimes you would never let somebody talk to you that way, but you're talking to you that way. And I've spent quite a bit of time through mentors, through leadership workshops, through even I did this intensive study on the brain and the power of our brain and those thoughts. And my favorite, favorite book when it comes to truth and renewing our mind is the Bible. I go right to Romans 12 too. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So think about that. And maybe this is something you come back to. Maybe you hit pause right now. What are some of those thoughts, even if it's like three thoughts that you need to exchange? That's what I want this episode to encourage you in. You know, if you're spinning out and need to be reminded of who Jesus says you are, read his word. Jenny Allen, when I look at this book, Get Out of Your Head, she really does give us great tools um, to help us identify those toxic thoughts. She says our enemy is determined to get in our heads to make us feel helpless, overwhelmed, and incapable of making a difference for the kingdom of God. She inspires and equips us to transform emotions, our outlook, and even our circumstances by taking control of our thoughts. In this particular book, she does a six-week study, and she walks you through the book of Philippians, which is one of my favorite books in the Bible. 
And she reminds us when we submit our minds to Christ, the promises and goodness of God flood our lives in remarkable ways. And it starts in our head. And she says from there, the possibilities are endless. And it was so great for not only me, the renewal of my mind, but to walk with other sisters through this study. And that accountability is so big. That's why community is so important. So three things as we clean out and get rid of these toxic thoughts, here's some tips for you. So number one, time with him. Prioritize it. Time with him. Schedule it. Make plans to sit with him. If you're not scheduling it, we know not everything we do is scheduled, okay? Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But more than not, if you're not scheduling it, other things are going to trump it. Other things are going to take precedence. And so I encourage you, look at your calendar, look at your schedule. And if you can, first thing, first thing in the morning, and you know I have other episodes on this, on my morning routine and prayer recipes, But maybe your season of life, like this mommy that I was talking to the other day, she has a four-month-old. And I remember somebody giving me the tip. I received it later and I wished, oh man, where were you when my kids were itty-bitty? After lunch, they would do a devotional together. And before the kids went down for nap, that's when the mommy was also getting her devotion time. Because when they're itty-bitty and you're really not, you can't count on sleep, because that's a whole nother thing, right? This mommy that I was talking to the other day, that sleep has just been really rough. And I said, why not, right before she goes down, after that lunchtime feeding, you read, find a devotional for you. Maybe you work through one of the books in the Bible and your voice, she might not be able to understand every word, but she will hear that sweet mama voice of yours. You're getting that fill up. You're getting to speak that over her. And then after you do that devotion or you're reading right through a book of the Bible, have prayer time and then put her down for her nap. So you're creating this healthy habit for you. So if you can't do it first thing, maybe you do it lunchtime. Or I know I went through a season where it was nighttime. Wherever works for your schedule, just schedule it. So that's my first tip. Number one, time with him. If we want to get rid of these toxic thoughts, the number one tool is time with our Heavenly Father. Number two, stop the downward spiral. When you start to feel your brain going to crazy town, right? I had a friend say, get your brain out of the wrong neighborhood. It's in the wrong neighborhood. So when you start that downward spiral, eyes up. I think about when I was a child and we were at the ocean a lot. I live close to the beach and I was swimming out and my mom would always say, you know, don't go out too far and make sure you can still see me and all the rules. And I'm swimming out and you don't even realize because the waves are kind of taking you out how far you get until you turn around. And I remember like yesterday turning around and you feel that I can't find my mom on the shore. I'm out way further than I realized I can't touch. So I immediately am just looking left, right, everywhere for my mom, find my mom, find my mom. Because also the current's taking me not only out, but left at this point. I'm all the way left. I finally find my mom and then I swim in as fast as I can. And I think about that in our walk with the Lord. When we start to spiral down, we need to 
get our eyes on the horizon, get our eyes on shore. And the minute I did that, I went, okay. And I think about that when you're walking through some tough stuff, get your eyes up, eyes on shore. What can you stop doing today and start doing in its place? And if we use that analogy, I needed to stop swimming out, turn around, get my eyes back on my mom in that example. And when I think about Christ, get my eyes on Christ. I remember coming to John about something a couple of years ago that I was just wrestling with. And he said, babe, get your eyes on Jesus, get your eyes on the shore. And immediately things shift and I feel peace. It doesn't mean that the storm isn't still there but I got to get my eyes on him. I got to anchor in. So number one, time with him, prioritize it. Number two, stop the downward spiral. What can you stop doing today and start doing in its place? And number three, good news, you get to choose. Exchange those thoughts for God's truth. As you thought about a few of those thoughts that should not be booking a room, in your mind, what can you exchange it for? What truth can you exchange it for? How could you reframe, right? Let's get those toxic thoughts out when we talk about spring cleaning. So as I wrap up, I want to give you some examples. You know, Jenny goes through her book, Get Out of Your Head, these enemies in our lives and weapons that we can use, like self-importance, If we look at that as an enemy, humility is a weapon. And then I went to God's word and said, okay, let me get a word because we know his word is a weapon. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. 1 Peter 5, 6, in his time. So replace that enemy with a weapon of humility. Noise can be such an enemy. There is so much noise today. Let's replace that with silence. I think about Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. Or here's another way of saying it, cease striving and know that I am God. Psalm 46.10. What about cynicism? The enemy of cynicism, the weapon delight. I go to Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Isolation, ooh, ooh, what an enemy. Oh, especially in the last few years, we want that weapon of connection. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, Hebrews 10, 24. Or my command is this, love each other as I have loved you, John 15, 12 through 13. Connection is so important. Connecting with other believers, whether it's in a Bible study or, or saying to a friend, hey, let's let's hold each other accountable um, to go through this book together. Let's meet together if we can, face-to-face. Let's meet if not every week, whether it's twice a month, once a month. That connection is so important. Plugging into your church family. If you don't have one, find one. That I can't, that's a whole nother episode. Um, what about complacency? The weapon for complacency is intentionality. I look at God's intentionality with us. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, Psalm 139. He knit us together. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Victimhood, the enemy of victimhood, replace it with gratefulness. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad, Psalm 118, 24. And what about anxiety? 
the enemy of anxiety. The weapon is trust. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Cast out all anxiety on him for he cares for you. He loves you. He's crazy about you. 1 Peter 5, 7. As we start to recognize these areas, we've allowed these toxic thoughts to book a room. Let's kick that out and replace it with God's truth. And I pray, as I always close every episode, that some of what I share today will help you better walk into your day, your week, your month, and your year. You are so loved. Thanks for listening to the Stepping Up with Toy podcast. If this episode has encouraged you, please share it with your family and friends. Make sure to subscribe and feel free to reach out to us at steppinguptwithtoy at icloud.com. And most importantly, remember, you are not